Hey, welcome, welcome all. I just got in the door. You're back for more, and this is episode number 64 on November 17th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. If anybody does say in the year of our, when did that stop? Why don't they say in the year of our Lord anymore? Why don't I hear that? I need to know, and I want answers now. Somebody let me know. It is late. It is our busy season. It's not as late as some of them have been. Like that other night, look at your gracious host here, how committed I am to getting this podcast out and getting you some information, some wealth that is going to be gained through wisdom to help you on your journey. I want you to succeed. I'm trying to succeed. I'm going to tweet this out in just a little bit when I'm done wrapping this up. You are worth so much more money than you know. Well, I would think you would know it. The way I can prove this to you is so very simple. If you live in the United States, I'm not exactly sure how it will work wherever you live overseas if you're not a U.S. citizen. But if you are a W-2 employee in the United States, I want to tell you right now that you are worth a lot of money, more than you realize. To find this out, go to SSA. That is Sam, Sam, Alpha. I could I completely forgot the military call for S. This is a product of getting old. This is what happens. I feel young. I look young. I'm good to go. It's just some parts of the brain are a little bit frayed. It's quiet, probably from a lot of loud music over the years. I'm stalling if you haven't been able to tell, and I just cannot think of what the S is, and somebody right there right now is screaming it out. Too late. I'm giving up. Throwing a towel. SSA.gov, that's socialsecurityadministration.gov. Create an account there if you haven't had one, and view your statement. It will show you every year that you have filed taxes as a W-2 employee, I've never owned my own business, so I don't know how the reverse of that works. I know you still have to pay taxes, but it's not a payroll tax that you're paying. Go to ssa.gov, create an account, and look at how much money you've made. Take all the reported earnings you've had for those years. And granted, keep in mind any birthday money that you've gotten from your grandma when you were 17 years old, that's not included any gifts, anything you might've won at the casino. You didn't report if you robbed anybody, that's all not going to be on there, obviously. So add all that up and that will show you how much money you've made in your life. Now I am 43 years old. Well, I just lied to you. I will be 43 years old. I used to do that when I was a kid, I would try and make myself seem older than I was. And that's been a product of the wiring of my brain, how I'm built. I've always gotten along with people that are older. Most of my friends are older. I've had a much easier time and felt more comfortable being around older people. And I am 42. I'm not 43 yet, not until April 20th. 420, I do share a birthday with Adolf Hitler and Don Mattingly, now that you know you will see exactly how much money you've made. I'm well over a million dollars I've had passed through my hands in my life. I have earned more than a million dollars in my life and my net worth is not anywhere near what I have earned, 
where is all that money gone? It really does kind of suck, but it is eye-opening to know your potential, to know exactly how good you are, how much you have earned and generated in your life, the potential that you have. You can save and invest more of that going forward. We're powerless to change the past. I had a period of my life that I wish I could get back, but I can't. I can't control what's been done. What is done is done. And that should go for all of you for anything, whether it's personal, familial, love, anything that you've done is in the past. Learn from the past. Let it help shape your future. But don't live in the past. Don't ruminate over the past like I did. I wasted time that I can't get back because as I did that experiment before, all we have is what's right now, right here in the present. We can never live in the past. We can never live or be in the future. We can only be in the present. Life only exists right here, right now in the present. Yes, there is a future. There is future presence that we have to plan for. But what you're doing today, do something that your future present time will be thankful for, that you in their future present time will be thankful for. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm investing in dividends. They truly are for everyone. You can start with as little as $5 if you go on to Schwab or Robinhood, Webull, anywhere that has fractional shares. You could even buy something as easy as an ETF. Now, if you don't know what ETFs are, it's an exchange. It's not an exchange traded fund. Tongue tie. It is an exchange traded fund. It's a basket of stocks, and yes, you do pay a small expense ratio. Some of them are more expensive than others. There is a popular one that a lot of people like investing in. If you don't know of it yet, check out ticker symbol SPYD. It is the S&P 500 high dividend uh, ETF. It has a 4.72% yield, currently trading at $32.24. It pays $1.52 a year. And that is something that you can get started in right away. If you have basically $35, you can buy access to a whole bunch of dividend paying companies. I'm not a fan of ETFs because I don't like the expense ratio. I like to know what I'm owning. I like to diligently direct my money to where it's going. <clears throat> I'm more hands-on, more hands-on and, and holding. But if you're hands-on and trading and trying to buy and sell, chances are you're going to, it's the soap effect that the more you handle it, the smaller it gets. But if you're hands off, check out the SPYD. That I'm sorry, not the SPYD. My bad. It is the SPYD. I wrote it down. I need to read my own handwriting better is what I need to do. But that's okay. I'm a product of high school. I only went to high school. I didn't go to college. What you see before here, before you, and what you hear before you is somebody that has all my education I've gotten through making mistakes. I have learned the streets. 
not learn the street. I've learned to navigate the streets, but I've had street smarts since I was young. I went to a school that was not the best. It wasn't the worst, but there was a lot of gangs, uh, a lot of gang presence. Funny story. Something I used to do is when I was a freshman and sophomore in high school, I would do homework. Now, we all have that little bit of a, you know, our checkered past. This isn't anything bad. Nobody got hurt. I didn't rob anybody blind. There was a Latin King, which is a street gang that's around here in Chicago. I assume they still exist because I see the graffiti everywhere. There was a gang member who was my age. Uh, his name was Luis and his tag name was Casper. And I would do homework for him. It was easy for me. It came easy for me. The class we had was English, so I would write reports. And he would pay me in starter jerseys, which were a thing of the 90s, and football cards and hockey cards. I'm pretty sure he wasn't working for them. I didn't ask where they came from. I would give him the report. Later, a day or two later, he would show up at my locker. He would have a, a bag. There would be box, sealed boxes of football cards or starter jerseys. He came through. You know what? far as I know, he, he bought those and gave them to me as payment. And I really was kind of like Ferris Bueller, and that may be lost on some of you, which makes me feel a little bit old. And it's okay, though, because I was helping people. I was facilitating. It's kind of like I, I say the war on drugs is going that – it's a failure. If people want to do something, they're going to do it. Kind of ties in with the sin stocks like Altria, ticker symbol MO that I own. Hey, people are going to smoke whether you own Altria or not. People want to smoke cigarettes. And if people want to smoke and drink, I like to have a few drinks. Let them do it. I'll, I'll gladly collect dividends. Nobody's forcing them. Yes, you can say it's addictive but there's warnings out there. People are well-educated. This isn't 1955 when you have doctors on television and cartoon characters telling the children and people that cigarettes are good for them. People want to do it. I'm going to collect the dividends until they're not paying dividends anymore. So getting back to what I was saying is I only have a high school education. I've learned a lot through books, self-education. It's unfortunate that I wasn't taught personal finance like this. I had a grandfather I looked up to, as I you remember. He was a young man in the Great Depression, and both of my grandparents were in their 20s during the Great Depression. They went through a bad time, and they instilled a lot of that into me. All they would tell me was to save. They would tell me, save 10% of your money, and you'll be okay. But they never told me how to invest. Saving and investing are two completely different things. I today do both of those. I have emergency money in a laughably quote unquote high yield savings account. Yes, it's a pittance in yield. I believe it's 0.6 something now. It just keeps dropping but that's okay. That's money to protect me against life happening. That's money that is not an investment. That is not for investing. That is money that is for insurance against life and the unexpected happening. If 
God forbid our HVAC unit went out and I had to buy a new one for, we'll just say $2,000. I got it covered. Easy. No problem. That money is coming out of the savings account. We're going to buy it. And then I'm going to pay it back a certain amount every month until that is paid back. So I have a fully funded emergency fund. It will cover, they say six months, three to six. I believe I'm right at about five, maybe a little over five months of expenses. So right now, and that's not even touching any of my other investments. The emergency fund is just for that. It's okay to be eroded by inflation because whatever is eaten by inflation, that's the premium that I'm paying to have that money there that I don't have to worry about selling investments. If the, if God forbid I needed that money in March when the market was collapsing and my portfolio was weighed down, I wouldn't have to sell any of that. That money is there and it's there to be used for an emergency. So again, it's so important. And that is a habit that I had to get into because it, it took me a minute and nobody taught me this. I had to search it out that that money is not for investing. It's okay for that money to be being eaten by inflation. It's perfectly fine because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. We hope for the best. My grandfather always used to say, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And it's that habit that you have to create. As I tweeted out earlier, that habits are well-worn pathways And if you don't like where you're going, you're going to have to forge a new path. Or if you don't know where your path is going, you need to forge a new path. I'm going to take a sip of the old water here. Listen to your yourself breathe or sound of the road. Birds chirping, whatever. So what did I do in my portfolios this week? So what I did... We're working on, we're working on the so, believe me. I did a video actually yesterday, today's Tuesday, yesterday on YouTube. You can see me right after I made these moves. Uh, On my lunch break, I just turned my camera on the phone and set it on the dash, recorded. I made a YouTube episode out of it. So go to YouTube and my Dapper Dividends. It's called Lunch Break Stocks or Lunch Break Stocks with Russ, I think. Check it out. I think I might do that. It's kind of, this is two Mondays in a row where I've just turned the phone on. I think I might do that on Monday, record my thoughts, what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking during the uh, stock market. Funny thing right here. I just saw that the UK is planning on banning gasoline car sales by 2030 as part of their green plan. Boris Johnson pledged that as part of their green industrial revolution, that by 2030, they will ban all gasoline and diesel car sales, though hybrid vehicles will be able to be sold until 2035. I think it's ambitious. Good luck to you making that happen. They don't want to use nuclear. I don't know what they expect to use, but people are going to need nuclear power. In my opinion, I think nuclear is the cleanest and the greenest the most readily available. And I say that with all conviction as somebody that lived on top of nuclear reactors for several years when I was in the Navy, I was on the USS John C. Stennis CVN 74 floating around, no problems. I didn't grow a third testicle yet. It's a good, good thing. I think 
I sold 20 shares of Invesco. Invesco is a yield trap I got into, sort of. The thing that they had a high yield, and when times were good, I was buying an Invesco IVZ. They are an investment company. If you're familiar with the Qs, ticker symbol QQQ, they run ETFs. They run those some of those exchange-traded funds. And I bought them. I, I only had 20 shares, wasn't a lot, averaged $15.95. It got as low as six, seven dollars during March. They full on cut their dividend as soon as there was some headwinds and cloudy <laughs> headwinds and cloudy skies up on the horizon. They fruit ninjaed that dividend in half. Really quick, that left my head spinning and a really bad taste in my mouth. So I wanted to get rid of them, but I'm trying to do what Warren Buffett says to not lose money in the stock market is rule one and rule two is the C rule one. I believe he says that's what we did. We sold. I sold Invesco 20 shares at $15.95. I got 319 bucks out of that. Now, that was not my, my average was 1590. I made $1 out of principle. I could have held it. It did go into the $16 and 20 cent range, but I don't like the chart. To me, it looked like it's going to get ready to take a dive. So I wanted to get my money and I made a dollar that was out of principle. I actually thought about selling at one point just to get some money when I was down 40, $50. I stuck it out. I held through. I didn't do it. Yeah, I could have got a few more, but we don't know what's going to happen. This is my point to you. We do not know what's going to happen in the future. We need to be satisfied with the decisions we make if we feel they are the best possible decision at the time. We may not be sure, and we can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but we can hedge our bets, and we hedge our bets with knowledge. And my knowledge is there has been times where I say, you know what? I want to get 10, 20 bucks out of this. And I've held it something I I wasn't comfortable being in, but I wanted to be a little greedy and it never reached it. And it went down, down and down. So I'm happy getting my $1 gain out of it. Excuse me. I just got the dividend back for there. I qualified for their last dividend. So I will get that too. I've been collecting dividends while it's been down and waiting. So Invesco's gone. The finance sector, I'm not big on, except for my insurance companies, which this is going to lead somewhere and tie into what I bought right afterwards. The insurance companies have been dragged down, as I've said, like deck chairs on the Titanic with the banks. The banks are pulling the entire financial industry down. Invesco, IVZ is in the finance sector. I don't like it. I didn't like how they cut the dividend and I'd rather put my money somewhere else that I will sleep a little easier at night. So I did just that and I bought a share of Prudential, my 20th share of Prudential at $75.30. Oh, oh, by the way, those Invesco shares currently were paying me $12.40 a year. So as soon as I sold those, my income, my dividend income dropped by $12 and 40 cents. 
I had about 40 some dollars, I think, 30 some dollars in cash. So I mixed that in with the 319 I got and I did a little bit of buying. I bought my 20th share of Prudential for $75.30, as I told you. $1, 10 cents a quarter, $4, 40 cents a year on that. Love, love Prudential. They just reaffirmed their dividend last week, or was it two weeks ago? Good shape. They're going to probably get ready to raise it in the next quarter. We'll see about that. I do believe they will. Maybe not as aggressively because their payout ratio is currently, or the yield is around 6.5%, I believe. Then I bought Merck, my sixth share. This is a newer position. I bought Merck at $79.96. They currently pay $0.61 cents a quarter, which is uh, $2.44 a year. Merck, you know, I, I they're new. I wanted to have more in the healthcare. Yes, I have Johnson & Johnson and AbbVie, J&J and ABBV, respectively, which are two great companies. But Merck is solid. They have a healthy 54% payout ratio, 3.04% yield. <clears throat> I really like over four, over 3%, but obviously I'll I'll go down a little bit. I'll go down. I'll go down a little bit more if it is a solid company like Starbucks. That yield is 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 okay. It's not world beating, it's not amazing, but it is healthy. I really love, so Merck, when you think Merck, you think they have, um, apologies here. I'm just getting a text from my wife. <laughs> Anyways, so they have an alliances segment with uh, AstraZeneca. So you can think of that with sales of Nexium. See those, you think Merck. They, they're just big. They're not going anywhere. They've been around for quite some time. I bought Merck. I like Merck. Ticker symbol MRK. That was my sixth share. Added $2.44. Kimberly Clark. Love Kimberly Clark. Ticker symbol KMB. I bought them at $139.65. That was indeed my 12th share of KMB. They pay $1.07 a quarter, $4.28 a year. Kimberly Clark, what can I say about them? Their yield right now is 2.98%, right around three. Super solid though. Their payout ratio, a little bit high, 62%. But they make the products that we all need. As I make the joke, they, they provide, as long as people are going to need to keep wiping butts and blowing noses, Kimberly Clark is going to be okay. They were founded in 1872. That is old. Just like I did a video on Hershey and Nestle. They're both 19th century companies. Fantastic. Love Kimberly Clark, $139. Added $4.28. And then I bought my 15th share of IBM, ticker symbol. You guessed it. IBM. You know, there's a lot that dividend investors are leery with that say that their growth is tapped out, their balance sheet is tapped out, not good. The yield is 5.49% currently. 
They pay $1.63 every quarter. That's $6.52 a year. I love that they're working in the quantum computing sector along with Honeywell. Just, I don't think they're going anywhere. They're trying to get into the cloud as they bought Red Hat. Yes, their debt's a little bit high because of the Red Hat acquisition, but they are paying it down. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I think they have good leadership and they're going to keep reinventing themselves. Maybe they're not as going as fast as some other people would like. But when you think companies like Oracle, IBM, and honestly, Honeywell. Honeywell is that other company, and I touched on this before with the quantum computing. You wouldn't think of them as a quantum computing company, but Honeywell is. That added $6.52 a year. So that was a total with those four shares from four different companies, all solid companies. I sleep easy at night, $17.64. You know, getting back to IBM, I do like their cash flow. A lot of these companies, you want to look at cash flow. I know some people like to look at price the book or equity, but some firms, especially like an Invesco, they could have a really low price the book because they're an investment firm and they don't really have many assets other than some brains and computers. And they could have high cash flows. So it really depends on the industry and it's something you need to look at for sure. I lost $12.40. I gained $17.64. So that was a net of $5.24 to the old dividend growth portfolio. And I didn't buy anything in my, oh, I the, the dividends. I didn't talk about my dividends. Well, the dividends are the same for both portfolios because I did receive dividends from Procter & Gamble and AbbVie. $3.16 in both portfolios from Procter & Gamble. I still, I'm stuck at four shares on both. I'm having a really hard time buying Procter & Gamble at these really high prices. The yield is just not, that great because they keep going up. Now they've traditionally had a lower yield, but it is super safe, super solid. They're going to keep growing it. The yield right now is 2.16%. They pay, as I said, $3 and six cents a year. That's only didn't do the math on quarter. You got me. You got me. Whatever $3.16 divided by four is, I should have had that number. Either way, I love them and I want to buy more and I'm going to have to wait for the next crash and pullback. So, hey, guess what is at the tippy top of my shopping list? If there's a pullback, it is Procter & Gamble is what I will be buying as one of my heavy buys I'll be going into. So $3.16 on both of those. And then AbbVie, ticker symbol ABBV outstanding cash flow. They do have some little bit of iffy, iffy, iffy on the horizon with Humira expiring and biosimilars will be able to put out their, their version of it. And we'll see how that goes. But with the Allergan acquisition, I don't think there's any problem. I think they just expanded the pipeline. That was, yes, Allergan is not organic growth, but that's okay. This is how the companies do it. I don't see anybody freaking out when Hershey's bought Pirate's Booty. Doesn't matter. They bought it and 
it's not organic, but it is going to keep money coming in. And as a dividend growth investor, that's what I'm concerned about. I like AbbVie. What can I say? $11.80 I received in the IRA portfolio. So I will not pay taxes on that, but I will pay taxes on the $20.06 that I received in dividends in my taxable portfolio. And the reason I'm doing a taxable portfolio is I want to see how big I can get this. And if I need it, I can stop reinvesting the money and it's just cash flow. Yeah, I'd have to pay taxes on it, but that's okay. I have my IRA mutual funds. Uh, I have the self-directed IRA that I open up with Schwab, which I might wait a little while and then I'll roll more money into that. And then I do have the money in my taxable. And then I have other little events. I have my stashing worthy acorns, which you can check out on YouTube. I'm only doing an update of that once every month. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Check out my YouTube, as I said, uh, the podcast here. Keep listening. Do give me a rating and review. I don't think I have any. I'm 64 episodes in and I've only got my review on Apple. So if you are a member of Apple, please leave me a rating and review. I would love it. I would appreciate it. And I love you guys. Seriously, you are worth so much more than you know. If nobody's told you that, I'm telling you that. And if you are a United States citizen, go to ssa.gov. Check that out for yourself. I'm not going to go away. I'll be right back. I'm going to tell you about my song of the show. And I didn't go anywhere. I just did pause and hit record again. We're going to put those two episodes back to back. And I put a little transition in between them. Thank you, Anchor, for making that oh, 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 so easy. So the song of the show, which I can't play these because copyright and all that, but you can go to YouTube, Dapper Dividends playlist, all the songs that have made it through, I have on there. There's a couple that got pulled and I don't remember what they are. So I remove those. You're not going to know the difference. Just scroll through them. It's all music. I love songs. I just love hearing. And tonight is a fire inside and transmission. They also go by AFI. I love AFI. They started out as a punk band and they kind of went more, I guess, gothy might be the right word. Davey Havoc, Jade Puget, drummer Adam Carson. They're all just a little bit older than me by a few years. And I think that's why I've, I've kind of grown up with a fire inside. I love this song. I love the, I love the, the guitars. Jade Puget. He has so many influences that I hear in his music. And this is what I love about guitar players. It's like they're singing. It's like a voice. I can, I can feel what they're playing. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I just love what they what they do. I play guitar and <laughs> and I love this song. From a guitar player's point of view, it's perfect. It's seamless. This song came out about I think 10 or 11 years ago. My kids were small. My wife and I would go out the grandparents would babysit the kids when they were, were small. They would take them overnight. The wife and I would have nights out on the city with friends back then. And I specifically remember this song was new. I remember hearing it. I bought the CD. Yep, the CD, not an MP3, but the CD. And there's a lyric in there, if you listen, that says, This night has only just begun. 
If there's discretion that you've not abandoned, now's the time. I remember driving into Chicago. It was nighttime. It was summer. My wife was next to me. I think she was texting people and just had the this music playing. And it was just one of those nights where this, and I'll never forget that, heading into the brightly lit downtown Chicago, this night has only just begun. I heard that lyric. It was just so perfect. Every time I hear this song, like right now, it just makes me smile. And I want to share that with you. So if you want, go to Dapper Dividends playlist on YouTube. Check it out. You'll see all the songs I have there. That's really it. I just want to tell one song that I can put in the title that that I like. I love music. I'm a music junkie. I'm a junkie for a lot of things except drugs. One of the things I'm a junkie for is hearing how people got out of debt and got rid of debt. I love that. It is so motivating. If you've gotten out of debt, let me know. I love hearing that. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'll I'll retweet it out. It's so encouraging and powerful for people to hear how other people have and are getting out of debt and what they're doing and what their plans are. That's really it, guys and girls. Whoever you are, this show is mainly dominated by men, which is fine. And my daughter had dance tonight, so maybe if I get home at a decent time Friday. This has been the busy time at work. I've been so freaking busy at work, you would not even believe it. I haven't had hardly any time. I have to do some research on my lunch break. Look at that. On my lunch break, I'm doing research for you for for you all. So I thank you. I do love you guys. Seriously, as I as I ended the last segment, I do believe in you. I don't know you, but because you are hearing me and you found me, you want to make your life better. You want to do better and you can do better and you can choose to be better right now. Don't beat yourself up because of mistakes you made when you didn't have proper knowledge or information. I made plenty of mistakes and I didn't know better. And even if I did know better, I thought that I knew better. It's okay. You're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. You can only control what you do going forward. There's that saying is so true that there's a reason that the rear view mirror is so small and the windshield is so big because you are power, powerless to change the past. And what you see in the rear view mirror doesn't necessarily mean that's what's up ahead. It could mean that's what's up ahead, but here's the beautiful thing. Nobody knows. Nobody on this planet knows exactly what's going to happen, where the world's going to go and what the world is going to look like tomorrow. Everybody has a guess. Everybody has an opinion and there are things you can do. Yes. Based on the past, but there's things we know that work and have always worked and will continue working until it's proven that they don't work. Compound interest is one of those. Get on board, get on the compound interest train, put your money to work, start making your money work for you. I love that thought that if I go to work, I worked hard. I busted my butt for those dollars and God bless all the people that are making money on YouTube that are making money in ways that I haven't or have not figured out or things I didn't do. I work hard for my money. So now I want some of those dollars to work hard for me and they're going to multiply and create more little workers. And I'm going to have an army of dollars that are working for me. 
You can do the same, but you have to start somewhere. This isn't overnight. It doesn't happen right away. It takes time. Warren Buffett said most people just simply do not want to get rich slowly. It's a condition of the human mind that we were bred to want things quick and now things that are ephemeral because we didn't know when that lion was going to come and kill us. We didn't know when we were going to get sick. We didn't know when a plague was going to rip through our herd, our herd, our tribe and wipe out everybody. So the human mind is built. It's in your conditioning. It's in your DNA. It's in your hard wiring to want things to be fast and quick and easy and it's just not like that with dividend growth investing. But we do know it works. It takes time. But after a certain amount of time, it starts small. You have to have that habit. You have to keep at it. You keep consistently putting money in and buying quality every single week or month. Whatever your schedule is, that's not advice. I shouldn't say that. What It's what I do and it's what other people have done. And you can see it works the compounding effect is real. Albert Einstein said compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. It truly is magical. I'm experiencing it. I'm living it right now. I'm sharing it with you. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. I will do my best to answer them as best as I can as I knock right into this creepy old microphone I need to upgrade, but I'm frugal. It's still working. Can you hear it? It's okay. I love you guys. I do believe in you. You have the power to change your life. You are the captain of your ship. I like the naval reference here. The old sea mariner, the old salty dog, the sea dogs. You can, you're at the wheel. You control where your life is going. You may not have had any control over where your ship was built or what port you left, but you are at the helm and you are steering your ship in whatever direction you want to. And if you're not at the helm and you're just sitting somewhere on the boat, nobody's at it, don't be surprised if you crash upon the rocks. Get up there, grab the wheel, have a plan, read some books, talk to people that have been where you want to go. You can go there. I love you. I'll talk to you guys on Friday.